Hey guys, welcome back to our channel. I'm Brian, this is Sherry, and we are Marina Francis. And today we are going to talk about some more attributes of angels and giants. So as we get started today, this one over here is going to read some information to us about Genesis 6-2. Let's dive into it. <laughs> Genesis 6-2, it says that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful beautiful and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose and the lord said my spirit shall not strive with man forever for he is indeed flesh mm -hmm. yet his days shall be 120 years yes there were giants on the earth in these days and also afterward when the sons of god came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Mm -hmm. I've always found the subject of giants to be fascinating. I mean, they're referenced in, in all kinds of literature, uh, all through the Bible, there's mention of them. They're, they're in all kinds of the arts and drawings, uh, history. The friendly giant. There's the giant. The friendly giant. The green the, giant. The green giant. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, gi there's giants everywhere. Um, but you know what's interesting, what I find is always interesting about it though, is, is that when you look up giants on the internet, there is such a heavy dispute over his, the history of giants. Where they came from? Yeah, like, like first of all, like if you take a look, you know, like every claim that people have ever found, you know, a giant in, in history, you know, all of a sudden like miraculously disappears. Or, you know, or now it's refuted, you know, by somebody else or, you know, like there's, there's no historical evidence that ever seems to be concrete anywhere on, on the internet. You know, you can mm -hmm. find these places and every time you find this place, it's like, oh, this place is, you know, not telling the truth or this doesn't have this. And I always just found it like, why is it such a hard thing, you know, that, you know, if we found giant bones in the earth that, you know, that we got giant bones, you know, and, it, but instead it's always like some big mystery. You know, it's like the abominable snowman. Snowman, yeah. And so I, I, I just I've looked for years and years trying to find you know information about giants, and it's always conflicting information. It's almost like angels on the internet, right? It's like everything you read on angels on the internet, it's all conflicting too. And so today we dive right back into the Word of God to find out a little bit about where a giants came from. A little bit more from. about giants, just right. And so, anyways, when I when you take a look at the first question that I have here is, is, you know, is this, it talks about how these angels, you know, decided that, you know, uh, the daughters of men, uh, you know, were pleasant to the eye Which would and be they human had some beings. offspring. You know, the real question that I have about that is why? Was there, was there, an, was there an undertone or a reason why, you know, the giants, uh, you know, were produced? Yes, there was. Yeah. What was it? It was to stop the seed of the Messiah from coming. It was to stop the seed from the Messiah. <laughs> you didn't think I knew that, did you? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, God always had a plan, right? Which, and through that plan, you know, the Messiah was to come through the pure Adamaic stock, right? And so what happened is, is that, you know, introducing, you know, this other breed, you know, onto the earth, whatever could wipe out the Adam Adamaic stock i don't know why i can't say that word adamaic uh adamite adamite there you go adamite stock right where the messiah was gonna come 
And so this was part of part of their plan. This was, you know, to, to wipe mm -hmm. out the, the, the opportunity for the Messiah to ever actually get here. Yep. Yep. And so we saw that in six in Genesis six two. And what happened in Genesis six two was when the flood came. Wiped so them out. God wiped out the whole earth. And then for you know, a few chapters later, Genesis fourteen five, you know what is already referenced in the fact that the angels had already created some offspring again with some giants. So this was like, you know, an ongoing thing, you know, and it happened again. Um, you know, we see a third a third era of giants being introduced into the earth, and this was when, you know, the children of Israel were going into the promised land. And as they went into the promised land, it talked about, you know, how they, they went in and it talked about all these strong fortified cities and giants. And so here they are again. And what does God say to do when they went into the promised land? He said, say, wipe out everybody. And, uh, you know, that was kind of the plan when they were to go in and possess the promised land. Mm -hmm. But it was filled with giants. That's right. I'm going to give you guys a little pop quiz for a moment. How many giants can you name that are in the Bible? You can pause, you can pause this right now and see how many you can name. How many, how many giants are actually named in the Bible? How many? Do you know how many? Two? Do, 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 do. I don't know. All right, we're back. 10, 15? 10, 15. You know, I would, I would say there's at least 10 plus names of actual giants in the Bible. Mm-hmm. We have Arba, who was the father of Anak, and Anak is the father of multiple giants, which we know as the Anakins. Mm -hmm. You know that there's other names, by the way, for giants as well, which is Rephraim. I, I, I know one. Okay. Goliath. Oh, Goliath is the name of a giant. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. I, no, no, I was just saying that there's another name. There's The giants are referred to as Rephims or Nephthalim. Um, as well as Anakin's. So those are names of the group or collection of giants. But yes, Goliath was what? Do you know how many brothers Goliath had? Seven? I don't know. Seven? I don't know. I think he had like four. Cause four. How many stones did David grab when he went uh, to go kill Goliath? Five. So there was five brothers. And so he had, he had, there was a giant named Seth. Okay, wait, let me see if I can name these ones. Okay, see how many you can name here. Okay. Saph. Okay. Ishbi Benab. Ishbi Benab. Um, uh, sex. Sex isn't technically a name of a giant in, in the Bible. That's the guy that I normally refer to who had six fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he was unnamed, but. He was unnamed, he was... but I like to refer to him as sex. Okay. Um, Talme. Talme, yeah. Yeah. Um,. Hold on. Sarah, help me. <laughs> Lami. Lami. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let me look at my thing. Goliath. Sheshe. Yep. A hymen. <laughs> there you go. Those are some names. Lami. Okay, and there was a, there was another reference of a, of a gentleman who was, uh, his name was Og. King Og, Og of yeah. Bashan. And uh, his bed, it said, you know, was like 20, 20 feet. Which I'll just throw in here right now. A little tidbit for you guys mm -hmm. is that we actually well not we Sarah and I <laughs> anyways we have a company called soapbox games and we have been developing some board games that are uh, based on 
characters in the Bible and Bible stories and stuff like that. And so mm -hmm. we have one that's already at market right now, which I will link it below if I can. Um, but that is called Heart of Eternal. Mm -hmm. And then we also have one that is in the making right now, and it is called Sons of Anik. And that one is all about the giants, and it's a party game mm -hmm. where you're basically trying to uh, get to the top. You're trying to be... Trying the, to wipe out each other. Wipe out your, yeah. you know, um, the other giants and stuff. Anyways, it's yeah. a fun game. It's a game that, anyways, I can say that my wife is highly excited about. I like it. It's not at market yet, yes. but um, comment Just, below if you are excited about it. About that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all the one commenting yes. on that. It is a game all about giants, I can tell you it that. Is. For it's a sure. fun game. So, anyways, but let's get back into these two two, two verses that we were talking about Genesis okay. 6 2. And we were also talking about um, these other ones that came up in, in Numbers. Mm -hmm. So, all these different instances of giants in the Bible tell us some of the things, some of the attributes of the giants. So, what can we conclude from that? Well, number one, that they are often referred. <laughs> they're often re referred. They're often referred to as sons of God. Sons of God. That is one of the scripture. Mm -hmm. Yes, references that angels are often referred to in scripture. Number two is that I believe that every reference to an angel in the Bible is always of male quality. Yes. Is that a thing? Male yes. quality. Th there's there's no, no female angels that are mentioned in the Bible. Yep. Yeah, there's none. If you can find one, please let me know. So that would say that they have a gender if they're referred to as male. Yep. Yes. Okay. And it then says that, you know, they could manifest into the natural realm. Right. Which we kind of talked about that last time with our stories that we talked about. Yes, because there was stories, you know, such as the angels appeared and then they had went into like Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. um, there are also situations, you know, it says in the New Testament in Hebrews, it talks about, you know, be careful and aware that some of you have entertained angels unaware. Yes. So, That's I mean, and angels, you know, can show up and manifest in the natural realm. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, it's... It's something that's relevant because obviously they had to manifest, you know, if they, you know, produced offspring, um, you know, with the daughters of, uh, of men. And so that is something that I think is, is relevant. And it also indicates how large that they particularly are because it said every reference, you know, when they, you know, they, they met with a human and they produced a giant offspring, it talks about large. how large the Doesn't giant offspring is. Doesn't it say somewhere is. in there about Og and his bed or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it says that, you know, and, and this is the thing I always love too, is like people have minimized, you know, what the size of these giants have been over the years. You know, it's like, you know, you know, I, I remember, you know, when you take a look at the cubics and everything, it was always a matter of like, you know, the Gog was, you know, like 18 to 20 feet tall. You know, that's how big, how big his bed was. And now you like, read a reference on it, it's like, oh, his bed was, you know, 12 feet or something. And it's just like, why are you guys trying to minimize? You know, it's like Goliath. Goliath was only like nine feet. I'm like, no, he wasn't. He was like 13, 13 feet. Yeah. You know, so these were these were men of great statue. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially when the average, you know, Joe was only sitting around, you know, like five, six feet in these days. You're talking about a mammoth of somebody who's basically twice or three a times as, <laughs> as tall as you were. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Okay, yeah. I want to read um, 2 Peter 2, 4. It says, it says, for if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell mm -hmm. and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. 
For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell. Oh, wait, this is the same verse. Two different versions. Mm -hmm. Never mind, I'll take that back. Okay, the first one's um, New, King, New King James, but in New Living it says, For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell, into gloomy pits of darkness, where they are being held until the day of judgment. Yes. And what's interesting is when you look at that word hell, it is actually translated Tartarus, Tartarus, which is a little bit of a difference than the normal translations of hell or Sheol, which is what we get for traditional hell. This is the word Tartarus. And so what we learn here is, is that God punished the angels for what they had did in sleeping with the daughters, the daughters of, of men, men. Yeah. which means that there's rules essentially that the angels are bound by. Um, it, it goes into the fact that it's, it would imply that they disobeyed those rules and that now there was consequences and a judgment that was uh, set in place yes. for them. It also re-enhances re what we talked about last week, which was that the angels have free, have free will. Mm -hmm. And they have the ability to be able to make choices and they're not, you know, just some mindless drones out there, you know, enacting whatever needs to be done. Right. Yes. So the other thing that I want to kind of talk about today as we wrap up is, is just a couple of the different names of some angels that are referenced or types of angels. And okay. so there are a couple names of actual fallen angels that are referenced in the Bible as mm -hmm. well. And we get the name uh, Abaddon. Mm -hmm. or Apollyon, mm -hmm. okay, are names of uh, fallen angels. One is just angels. in the Hebrew, one is in the Greek. Correct, and that is uh, uh, found in Revelations. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and then we have different types of angels. There's a couple of them that are referenced. We're going to just talk mm -hmm. about two of them today. We're going to talk about cherub or cherubims. Mm -hmm. And it was, when, when you look at the, the, the way that they're spelt, a cherub basically means it's single, and when you add the I M cherubim onto the end, just there's like multiple, it's plural. Yeah, it's pluralized. And so, why don't we read? Uh, we're going to read a scripture about what uh, okay. a cherubim or cherub, you know, refers to. So Genesis three twenty four, and it says, "So he drove out the man, and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden, mm -hmm. and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way of, of the tree of life." This is kind of cool, like a mm -hmm. flaming sword. These angels, they have flaming swords. Yeah, so he guarded Eden. You know, you know, we always try to figure out why we'd never have been able to locate People Eden People try to find Eden all the time. There's all these expeditions trying to find where Eden is, mm -hmm. and nobody can find it. But I will have to say the Bible does clearly state that there are cherubim who are guarding it with flaming swords. Yes. So I'm pretty sure we won't find it while, we're, while we are still here on this earth. Yep. And then we saw that, you know, the uh, tabernacle, also the Ark of the Covenant, you know, had some cherubims that, you know, were part of the mm -hmm. uh, structure and the design of it, as well as, you know, one of the famous scriptures that I really like is in Ezekiel. And Ezekiel, it talks about, uh, you know, in chapter 10, it gives a full description of, you know, what some of these cherubims looked like. And they were like, you know, they were like, all these cool attributes you know like where one side you know was a, the face was a the lion and then they had a bear and then like an eagle and, an and then like an was it an ox was it no it was a human right oh. yeah so it was an ox a human a lion and an eagle were the four faces on this yeah. cherub and uh they had eyes all over the place and you know it talked about how even like there was like a wheel that moved along with them and uh everywhere that you know this wheel being went wheel. you know the wheel went with it and and so it's kind, of cool. it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's really neat. I mean, it's like you're looking at like all this like alien, you know, stuff. And 
But uh, nonetheless, it's like nothing we've ever seen on this earth nothing before. Nothing we've ever seen. Okay, let's move on to. But these were cherubims, and they were pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, they are. So the other one I want to talk about is seraphim. Seraphim. Right? And same kind of thing. A seraph is one, and seraphim is pluralized. Mm -hmm. So I want to read. Uh, I don't actually know what this is. A verse. It's a verse, but we didn't write down where it's found. I have something in my eye. Okay. I will find it and I will just write it below. We have a verse that we are going to read. So it says, it was in the year King Uzziah, Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. Mm -hmm. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. Mm -hmm. They were calling out to each other, holy, 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 holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth was filled with his glory. Mm -hmm. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations, and the entire building was filled with smoke. I don't know about you, but mm -hmm. this, is a pretty cool scripture. I mean, I'm just I'm just picturing this and I'm just seeing like these seraphim, they've got six wings, you know, yes, and which is an attribute of a seraphim. Um, yes, and you know, one's covering their eyes, one's covering their feet, and then one they're flying with and they're just like amazing and then just crying out holy 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 the mm -hmm. lord god almighty and all the earth is filled with his glory like this is just mm -hmm. such an amazing depiction yes and uh there's yeah. a whole lesson i mean even just in that just <laughs> in, in that and holy 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 i mean it's the only place in the bible you know that god uses a triple yeah you know uh reference to the, you know, himself right you know mm -hmm. when you see in the word of god verily verily is saying hey this is really important yeah pay okay? attention pay attention but yeah. when you see it in triple holy holy holy, holy it really gives you the emphasis on yes. how important it is about the holiness of God. But mm -hmm. at the end of this, we've wrapped up and we're going to we're going to leave you today and that's what we're going to wrap up with on angels. And have a good one. <laughs> we'll see you back here next time for more talk on the supernatural. supernatural.